The Big Play Reflog Show is brought to you by ShackNews.com. Shack News is the place to be for all your gaming needs with news, guides, walkthroughs, and reviews, including their featured article reviewing the new Metroid Dread game. Or join the conversation in their newest Shack Chat, where the staff debates the best video game company logos. And remember, you can customize your feed to keep up with all your favorite gaming news using the Shack News Cortex and Shack News Reader. So if you're a gamer, Shaq News is the site for you. Check them out on Twitter, Facebook, YouTube, and Twitch at the handle at Check News and at Checknews.com. It's time! Streaming live from Cleveland, Ohio! Presenting the undefeated, undisputed heavyweight podcast of the world! The Big Play Welcome on into the Big Play Reflog Show. What is up, everybody? Welcome on in. Happy Monday. Today is Monday, October 11th. The Browns are 3-2. and two. Ooh, and Chris, are you ready to talk some Browns? Yeah, first the Raiders. The Raiders mm-hmm. are without a coach, Dave. I didn't even see that. When did that happen? Just happened. Just Ooh. breaking news. You have our breaking news. John Gruden has quit as the head coach of your Raiders. Oh, he quit. He quit. He's done. Wow. So when we play them in late December here in Cleveland, who knows who the head coach of your Raiders are going to be? No Hugh Jackson. Hugh Jackson. Bring him back. My Why God, not? what's up, Nick? How are you? <laughs> What's up? Remember, we convinced ourselves he went eight and eight during that stretch with the stretch with the Raiders. What's up, guys? I'm glad we're moved beyond those days. And even though the Browns lost brighter days ahead. Heck yes. Heck yes. So we're going to get into all of it. Let's let's kick right off. Uh, Kick it off with Cleveland Sports Headlines brought to you by TSE Cleveland. We're giving away a Nick Chubb or Kareem Hunt 16 by 20 poster to one of you guys out there because that parlay hit nick except for the cleveland browns winning so that was that was bad that was we are weeks away we are possibly days away dare i say from becoming from becoming thousandaires dave because these things get closer and closer every week that's right. We will get into that at the end of the show when we talk about the Cardinals. But yes, go over to the YouTube channel, subscribe. For some reason, Twitter comments aren't coming through once again. So go over there, live comments on YouTube. That's where most of our giveaways are going to be housed out of if you want to win some good old Cleveland memorabilia that's signed. 
Uh, then we're going to get into our featured interview with News Channel 5 sports journalist Cammie Justice, friend of the show. Always love her Browns coverage. Excited to talk to her about what the heck happened in that two-minute offense. <laughs> uh, then we'll get into who wants to be a billionaire, giving away some Labatt, potentially a GV Art gift card. Pick up one of these shirts. Jarvis Landry coming off IR. Here we go. Or Nick, what do you got there? I got this new one. It's like the the Browns helmet. It's on fire. Absolutely yes, love it. That's it's, a good one. Yeah, there's a skull in it too. It's like perfect for kind of just like a Halloween slash fall time combo. Browns festive shirt. Big there fan you go. of it. Nice. Vintage washed feel. Super jealous of Chris's shirt, by the way. Look at that thing. Yeah, Bernie yeah, Kosar. This is like not some fine threads over here. Love it. A little throwback action. It looks like his bar. Remember his bar he used to have? The Bernie Kosar bar? Yeah. Yeah. It looks like almost the same logo. It's very, very nice. Love it. Uh, so, yeah, we are going to welcome in. I don't even know who it is. Um, a Browns fan, random Browns fan, will be joining for Browns trivia. Uh, around the Cardinals game. So we haven't played the Cardinals much, so I'm, I'm curious to see where this trivia goes. Uh, and then we will get into all of the bets of the week, our predictions for Browns Cardinals. Talk about if that's a must win. Uh, and then if we have time, we'll wrap up with the best and worst tweets of the week. Let's kick it off with some Cleveland headlines. <laughs> Cleveland Headlines brought to you by our friends TSE Enterprises Cleveland. Go check them out. Get some signed Browns gear. Hooper jerseys, Wills jerseys, Chubb jerseys. They got it all. Go check them out. You could win. Subscribe to YouTube for your chance to win each week. Look for those tweets. All right. So we're going to give away that Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt 16 by 20 poster because that bet almost hit. Um, and the winner of the 16 by 20 is... Rowboat525. C. Row on Twitter. Congratulations. Go frame it. Go hang it up. It's a good one. It is a good one. We've got some special backs, and we will talk about that in a second. Um, he also happens to be always on point here. He's a Browns fan first. He's also okay. a member of Raider Nation, so he's probably oh, oh Rowboat five twenty five. He is indeed. So huh? He's got he's got dual citizenship there. The dog pound and uh, the black hole, which is a interesting. Couple couple of very difficult days for him. <laughs> Rough twenty four hour span. Really. <laughs> yeah. Yes, he deserves it, or she he deserves it. There you go. <laughs> All right, let's talk about this. Um, mm-hmm. Everyone was, on the internet was talking about this. ESPN stats and on info. the internet, Dave. Yeah, Here, that's what they do is they talk on the internet. Is that is that uh, how Munch talks? <laughs> well, we're talking about the internet here. Let's talk about the internet. Brown scored forty-two points, had five hundred thirty-two yards and zero turnovers. First team in NFL history including the playoffs to lose when having either 40 points and zero turnovers or 40 points, 500 yards and zero turnovers. Chris. Yes. 
thoughts on that game? <sighs> I'm almost <laughs> exhausted from the reaction to the game, both my own visceral reaction and then the reaction of everybody else. I mean, I hate to blame refs. I'm not that guy, but man, did we get hosed, Dave. We got hosed yeah. big time. I mean, from the the non-holding calls against Miles Garrett on the side to the thing with Treader, where you saw the screenshot where he's just he's got hands in his face and he gets called for holding to obviously the pass interference call. That just that just drove me nuts. I hate to see that. They never seem, you know, these bad officials never seem to break our way. And I'm sure every fan base says that, but I've had neutral parties come up to me and say, hey, you guys really got it bad. You guys got hosed. And I've had that enough that I think that we are really snake bit when it comes to officiating. And that was just horrible. And when you got even like the guys from Barstool, like Dave, who who they don't like us at all, but they're even saying that we got hosed. Then then you know that there's something going on there. And I, I, I hate to really be fixated on the officiating as much as I am because I think that's kind of a loser proposition. Like you as a team have to overcome some things, but right. that still sucks, Dave. That still sucks. Let the team worry about cleaning up all the mistakes because there were plenty from the coaching to, you know, OBJ. Where was he at? Well, he was there to drop a pass, oh, that was uh, you know, to, I, we, we to just letting guys roam free and, and get, you know, huge passes downfield. We got to clean up a lot of things. We got a lot of things that we've got to get done there. But still, as a fan sitting there watching the game, you got to sit, walk away going, man, did we get hosed there? That's right. What's going on, Big Kev on YouTube? Thanks for the comments. Let's let Nick. I know you want to talk about this. You had trouble sleeping. Where if you if you had to real, you know what? Let's we haven't power ranked something in a while. Power oh, rank your your the three things that went so wrong. Here, I'm gonna even play the music for you. <laughs> Monday. All right, Nick. Are you with Man. Chris? Number one was the refs. Yeah, the refs didn't help. So my number one is the refs. My number two is myself, because why do I put myself through this on a weekly basis and then have oh, to come on the out show and hear the music? And then my number three <laughs> Is is it you gonna go Stefanski? I don't know. Stefanski wasn't perfect. No. How about the third and ten? That was tough. That was Fifty Shades of Freddy. I mean, I, even even the answer the is <laughs> the post game man. Yeah, he said yeah. I'm still sick over it. Yeah, Kevin, me too, dude. That that's well. Sucked. He said he was he was worried about injured guys on the line. And Which, yeah, that's not ideal. Situation. You got James Hudson, you know, who hasn't done really anything in, in right. his NFL career yet. He's a rookie out of Cincinnati, and we kind of knew he was a work in progress, like maybe just a Bill Callahan guy, and now he gets thrown out there. It was tough. It's It was really tough. How about – could they get <laughs> Odell going at all? Like, 
I you you know everyone tweets about it and like just how like sad and miserable that it is that Baker can't see him and that he can't get open like whatever side that you want to take like we should pretty much have Cody print t-shirts at this point that's like hashtag team Baker hashtag team Odell because that's like kind of how the internet seems to be I I honestly don't think Baker trusts him quite yet I mean they haven't played together all that much I just hate it would you trust him (laughs) drop yesterday I mean no that's a rookie drop it was that was Ricky Boo. But I mean, Baker, he, he's a guy who takes his time to find his receiver. He, he doesn't seem like he likes to kind of thread it in man coverage to Odell and just let Odell try to beat him. He, you know, and it's not really our system. Stefanski, it's these short passes to Najoku and then Najoku just body slams someone and runs for 70 yards. Well, I'll tell you guys what, and it, it it's tough to say this, but the fact of the matter and, and the reality side of me, the clock is ticking on this partnership. You know, like like you said, Dave, they haven't played a bunch together. It seemed like last season, right when they were starting to get going together, Odell tears his ACL trying to make a tackle. But we got 12 games left. The guy's making $14.5 million. And in a game that the Browns scored 42 points, he was targeted three times and caught two passes. Like, that's it's what I'm just, saying. Like, I don't even think it's worth talking about. Like, he's, It glows you know, right he, on a spreadsheet he, somewhere. He, well, I know, but he's like a wide receiver, what, three, probably four on this team right now? Like, that's we talk about it too much. It's because he makes so much money. He was supposed to be so good, but he, he's not a huge, productive player on the team. Can we I move mean, him? And get I think we have to kind of move on. No, we're not moving him. What would you no. – yeah. I think you just let him be on the team and then – when the decision comes after the season to move them, then you move. Can we get like one of these dumb organizations to take them or something? I mean, the Raiders. Yeah, the Raiders. The Raiders now yeah. it's all Mark Davis. There's nobody blocking Mark Davis. So we'll yeah. just convince him. There we go. We could send some emails. Him and his bowl cut haircut. Come on, he'll do it. But yeah, he has to... no kidding. What was the name of the restaurant he always ate at? I forget what it's. It was oh, like China Garden or something. He's got his own spot that he sits. He goes there every day for lunch in his <laughs> minivan. I wa- I watched. I, I like read this expose on him, and he's just as bizarre as when you look at him. Saying that guy, yeah, I, I understand that he would be that bizarre, and that's exactly what Mark Davis is. Yeah, maybe Jacksonville, maybe Herbs is up for it. Take take some no. of the heat off of him. This is taking a weird turn. Yeah, you know, take OBJ off our hands. We'll grab a couple of players from you, some secondary guy. I don't know who they got who could help us out, but they got to have somebody. And Herbs is probably looking to get some heat off him. No, I think he wants to get fired. But yeah, <laughs> he's looking I don't over know. there at Gruden going, man, why didn't I think of that? Yeah. It, listen, it was a tough game. A lot of positives, though. And let's bring on our positive guest, Cammy Justice, waiting in the green room. Because we got to keep talking about this game reactions to the Browns loss to the Chargers. I want to get her thoughts. Let's bring in Cammy for our featured interview of the week. Friend of the show, News Channel 5 digital content producer, Cleveland sports journalist, Cammie Justice. How are you, Cammie? Good. How are you guys? We are processing everything, but we're doing pretty good. I understand. I completely understand. It's going to take some time. It's only been a couple hours. That is true. Really? (laughs) 
So it's going to take some time for Brown's Twitter because they've been melting down. You're all over the internet on Twitter. What are, what are your biggest takeaways? We were just power ranking whose fault it was. But what are your what are your biggest takeaways from this game? I actually wrote an article about that uh, last night. The four reasons that the Browns uh, that that cost the Browns that win, and I think it was. I didn't rank them in any particular order. I still would have to do that. Um, but in the article, I said it was injuries. Yeah. It was a lot of injuries yesterday. A lot of injuries. Oh. I mean, this defensive backs really got hit. The offensive yeah. line was already a little bit in shambles and took another hit there. So yeah, and you have to account for that. They've been preaching the next man up thing. So as much as injuries that that affects everybody across the league, it's part of the game. You hate to see it, but you have to be prepared for something like that to happen. So that's probably on the lower end of like, you know, what went wrong because that could go wrong in any matchup. I actually thought green played well. I don't know if he was getting ripped on, on Twitter, but I I think he, I think he kind of stepped up. I thought he did, you know, for, for being in the position that he was in, he played pretty well. He got, he got ripped. I think he got burned on one route and he learned from it. It was early on. So I think he played very well. That was, he stepped up to the plate. And I think that, I think that he should be proud of himself. And I think Browns fans should be proud of him as well. But aside from injuries, I think uh, play calling, uh, in the fourth quarter, Fansky taking a lot of heat. Today. What was that? Taking a lot he, of I, heat, and he he knows that he deserves it, so it's not uncalled for. I think it's very fair to be critical of that because exactly what what was that? I I mean, very unstefansky like, really. It I and mean, that's what that's what was so shocking about it. It, it was not a Stefanski type <laughs> decision in the entire fourth quarter. Just fell apart. I don't. I don't know. I don't know what that was. It was very strange. The, the third down. It was a callback to the old Browns. That that's was. What it was. It, that's what it, it felt like. Throw, it felt like throwback night. It felt like 2019 all over again. It did. Oh, oh. So, so that's up there at the top. Yeah. Um, punting. Oh, can you? So can you? Our man, James, friend of show. No, no. I'm sorry. It it's got to get better. He's got to be better. He does. He, he knows does. it. He knows it. The yep. team knows it. That's right. It's not been great. It's not been good. It's 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 quite frankly been it's it's been a fireable offense this season. Yeah. They need to fake it more is what they need to do. That's just, what and they I need know to give him some space. It's like it's like you have to run the ball, kind of open it up for the pass. That's what he needs to do on these punts. They need to fake it a few times. Give him a little bit more space out there. That's his problem. I. I think well, he's not going out there, right? Like, he's not punting as much as he did. Yeah, maybe he's not. He doesn't have the practice reps in. That's what it but then is. You, be, you better practice harder. Yeah, you better true. practice harder, and you better get out there. You spend every time, every waking minute that you have free punting. Get punting because if that's what you're going to do without the reps in game, you got to do something outside the game to, to get yourself up there. The 39 yard punts are not going to cut it, and they haven't, and they're resulting in touchdowns. So. That's For me, true. that's a really big issue to address, especially when the special team unit has looked so good aside from the punting. Aside from the punting, everything has looked great. The kicker, Chase McLaughlin, is killing it. He is. We don't talk about that enough. <laughs> Kickers? Really, no, one, no one does. He's, he's, he's yeah. been incredible. They found yeah. Yeah, a stud, yeah. and now we've got, we've got to wait a little bit of time. Can't crown him like the next great thing yet because he will have to kick in the elements. The Phil Dawson Award. 
<laughs> we'll see how he does in the wind and the snow and the grovel. Right. <laughs> that will that will come. But, but the kick coverage, everything about the special teams unit has been great, which makes the punting situation that much more hard to to stomach. And so I think that's something that they're going to have to address, whether that be practice more. I mean, the punters or- historically in Cleveland, usually from Monday through Friday, that's kind of your rest and recovery, ice the leg type type of thing. So now they got to actually punt during that time. That's James what you're going to have to do. <laughs> you're not going to do a whole lot on the weekend. You're used to taking that time, you know, and, 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 and icing up for the following weekend. So I understand he's just got to change up his routine a little bit. You got it, but scoring. not to put all the blame on him. My, my final one was, was the ref. So they get, they get some blame this week. Oh. And, you know, you always hate to put the game on a ref because if people, you know, they'll tell you, you know, you can't rely on the refs, but in this situation, you can 100% put blame on the refs because that Thank was That's right. quite possibly the worst officiating game I have ever watched. It was it was horrific. I, there are no words. I mean, that's something that the NFL is going to have to address because it, and it wasn't just the Browns. I mean, this season has looked very rough for the officials, and they've got to get on the same page with things. But the, some of those calls, just so inexcusable, just so the, – the defensive pass interference – Green. That that one is going to go down in the books as one of the worst calls ever made. When John because, Ross tweeted out that video in like slow motion, I was like, no. Yeah. Oh, yeah. so bad. That's like in the same Hall of Fame as like the Duke Johnson fumble where he's like holding the football and the ref is pointing <laughs> oh, yeah. the other way. That's right up there with that oh, one. I forgot about that one. That's, that's a great one. That's a good callback right there. What do you make of this defense? Because we've seen them play really well against two kind of bad teams and we've seen them play really poorly now against three pretty good teams. So I don't really know what to make of this group. And it seems like schematically there was kind of a lot of blown coverages yesterday. Yeah. I think again, that goes into the injury side of things. I'm not to like excuse them. They obviously have to be able to step up and, and plug in and, and they spend all week. They spend all off season learning the scheme, learning the playbook, learning what they need to do. So that's not an excuse, but because of those injuries is the secondary, you get into your depth so far where you've got, Reedy out, who is supposed to be starting for Greg Newsom. Greg Newsom has played, he played, he started the season playing phenomenally before he got injured. Definitely. And so that's a big hit to take. But you put Greedy Williams in there, and surprise, there's very little rust to shake off. He's a really good football player. And so you have him out there, but then you lose him. And now he's hurt. And AJ Green really played well, stepped up, but you get that far into your depth. And as much as it doesn't throw things off, it does. The communication changes. Things get thrown off. But then you also have to look at the defensive line. Tack McKinley has played great, too. But Jadavion Clowney was a surprise inactive. We knew he was dealing with an elbow issue. Did not think that was going to hold him out. And then it turns out that it was a knee thing. It was some knee soreness that kept him out of the game. But going into that, you expected Jadavion Clowney to be there on the line. Yeah. So you lose that bit of depth. Tack McKinley becomes a starter. Thankfully, you've got Joe Jackson that you cut, then signed again and elevated. So you've got a bit of depth there. But when you have the disruption, you don't have the disruption of Jadavion Clowney that you have. He has been, again, very great when he was on the field. He's only had a couple sacks, but that's what his game is. The fact that he even has sacks to begin with, the fact that he's able to put the pressure on the quarterback, help Miles get there, help that interior get in there. How some linebackers get in there. 
that's what Javion Clowney does, and that's what he's that's like what he provides for this team, right? And so you have him off the line. You're not getting that kind of same pressure. You obviously have Miles Garrett. He can step up, but it's just not the same. doesn't work the same way. And then that falls back into your secondary. And then the coverage falls into them. And you get those miscommunications, blown coverages left and right. It's not an excuse. It's just, you know, just something that is an observation you have to, like, be cognizant of when you're thinking of these things. Of, like, yeah, you know, you've got a guy injured here. You've got a guy injured here. It's probably not going to go the way you want. They still should play up to – they should be able to play well enough that they win a game and they shouldn't look like there's no cohesion at all, but it does play a, a part in it. And I think that's probably one of the main things that I saw like with the coverage being blown, I would credit the injuries to that, but also you've got to be able, you've got to be able to step up and they've got to be better at communicating. It doesn't matter if your starters aren't in there, if it's the second, third string guy in there, that's what practice is for. That's what you've been planning for. That you've got to have everybody on the same page. And so that comes down to a communication thing. They've got to get better at that. And if you need to simplify it more, if Joe Woods needs to simplify it more because you're down to your second second screen, third string guys, maybe that's the call. Maybe, you know, you got to dial it back to week one. You got to take some of that stuff. You got to take those layers off that you, he's been wanting to build up. But, it, it, you know, it wasn't good. <laughs> it wasn't good. But the fact that they've shown those flashes against – you know, two teams now, they've, they've come out here and they consecutively yeah. looked great. That shows you, I don't think that's a fluke. I think that is a highlight of what is possible when you've got the health, when you've got the depth, and you've got everybody running on the same page and firing on all cylinders. Hey, did you, I haven't seen anything on JOK getting throat punched or whatever. Um, any status update on him after yesterday? Seemed like he, something that's going around the league with Joe Burrow also having a throat contusion. Yeah, super rare injury for it to happen, not only right. on the same night, but same division, same state. <laughs> that's right. crazy. Right. I was, I, so, yeah, no, super rare injury. No uh, real update other than he was evaluated last night, released from the hospital last night, and then cleared this morning to return. He should be in Cleveland now. Uh, he wasn't when we talked to Stefanski earlier this afternoon, but okay. – and he should be back now. Um, we don't need our defensive players getting throat punched. No, nope. that, that does not need to be happening. Especially right not now. the ones like Jeremiah Lusakorma. That's exactly <laughs> the boy there. Yeah. Hey, Cammy, on the other side of the ball, Baker, kind of a polarizing figure on <laughs> Brown's Twitter. Great stat. No, he played really? hurt. Okay. All right. he, he put up a very, very good game. Why do you think he gets so much hate when statistically he's playing very well? We're you not know, allowed to hate on him, by the way, Dave. Emily has put down the edict <laughs> that we are not allowed to talk <laughs> negatively about Baker. So just FYI for everybody here. You can be negative, but you can be fair about it, I think. You're not a real fan. I th- fan. I think she quotes. sees a lot of what's going on. Yeah. And – I, this is like this might be new territory to her. Just like super, like t- not tuned in to the aggression on Twitter. Super crazy people. Yes. Yeah. Did, I mean, didn't she do Twitter. this last year though? Yeah. I, it feels yeah, like. She she did okay. This well, last year. either I mean, it's it, it's crazy. It's a crazy field out there. Twitter is psychotic, and apparently Instagram is too. People just DM whatever they want. No, now come on, Cam. There's social think, media. That's social media for you. Social I think that, media is fine. It's great. <laughs> He says reflog. There's no trolls out there. <laughs> what are you talking about? I know. I think Baker Mayfield gets a lot of hate because he's. Ra- I mean, he is. He has raised the bar, right? He 
Yeah. Browns fans expected nothing, expected yeah. very little. And they hoped for a lot, right? But they didn't, if you're, if you're a smart Browns fan, you, you didn't expect, you can't, you can't do that. You couldn't have done that when Baker Mayfield was coming in. You hope for the best, but you have to set your expectations low, right? So, and then he exceeded all of those expectations and some, and then started raising the bar and started raising the bar and started showing what he's able to do and things that he's capable of doing. So now the bar is set high. Browns fans have these expectations, but also Browns fans on social media, I think as people, they're probably very normal, <laughs> but social media just brings out you know, the craziness in people. And I think that there's no patience and it's, well, no. you react. And a lot Never. of it, I mean, I'll do it. I mean, even yeah. I, I'd have fun. Yeah. I think social media is supposed to be fun, right? So you react to the moment. And I think a lot of these fans are reacting to the moment. And if they sat here and took a look back and looked through Baker Mayfield stats and looked through what he's able to do and what he's been able to do for the Browns, I don't think that their comments would necessarily reflect what they're tweeting or what they're messaging on Instagram right in this very moment. Because Baker Mayfield has been solid for the Browns. He has been great for the Browns. Of course, he's had bad games. He had a bad game last week. That And, and that was the kind of criticism the fans are allowed to say what they want to say, right? And when you have a bad game, you have to expect that. You have to wear it. Yeah, you you, and wear you it. do. And yeah. and and I think that he did that pretty well. Yeah. And you go into this week, and you play well. He played very well. And you know he's dealing with a shoulder injury. As he won't put the blame on it, other people might his camp might. He's not using that vocally as an excuse for any kind of performance. But he comes out here, plays well with that shoulder injury. And I think all there's the, the Browns fans that just need – they want to do something, right? They need to put the blame on something. And because Baker has had those moments, he had a bad game last week, I right. think that kind of carries over when you're trying to make an excuse and you're trying to put the blame on somebody. You don't want to blame the head coach because he was the coach of the year and – He's, he's the guy, right? And he's a genius, and he's not supposed to have moments like that. So you don't want to put that on him. It's hard to put it all just on the officials. And you don't want to put it on some of these other guys that, like, might not even be here for a while. You, I think it's, Baker Mayfield a lot of the times becomes uh, an easy scapegoat. And especially when he has bad games or even just, like, okay games. Well, I think also when he does have a bad game, you also cut to a commercial with him in it. Like mm -hmm. you get a lot of Baker going on there. So it just kind of steamrolls. So when things aren't going well, you know, I think the fans get frustrated pretty quickly. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's fandom. It, I think there's a Correct. way to, you can be critical. What isn't okay is some of the, like when you get too far, we know how the lines have been crossed by fans. I don't see any of that happening right now. I think it's a lot of overreactions, of course. You're like this one guy with an AV of, you know, <laughs> with a mustache, with a cigar. Man, he's got some tweets that are just nasty. They need uh -uh. to kick that guy off Twitter. Oh, I think I muted that guy. Yes, <laughs> you, you and most of Cleveland, smart people. All right, KB, let's fast forward to Sunday. Let's just say we get another shootout between Kyler Murray and Baker Mayfield. We get the ball to run our two-minute offense to win the game. What what are we doing differently? Everything. <laughs> Absolutely everything. Do what you did on Sunday. Take that and reverse it. Just do everything <laughs> you didn't do. No, honestly, the run game should be 
super explosive on Sunday against the Cardinals. It should. They they had a really good game against the Chargers. Nick Chubb, Kareem Hunt, they are incredible. Use them. Run the ball. <laughs> Especially when you like if you've got to eat up clock and you want to get moved down the field, run the ball with Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt. Yes. Or hear me out. <laughs> Run the ball and then pass the ball and then pass the ball. Don't go back to the run game on third down and long. You can't do that. So I don't know. I think you need to get you either gotta establish that run game and stick to it and, and see where you're gonna go with that. Or you trust Baker and you trust his arm. And I think that he could do it. And there are moments you saw you saw it there. Baker Mayfield had that, that ball that Hail Mary was it was a good look. Oh, if, if Najoku had just like looked well, up instead of laying on the ground, he could have had it. He could have had it. Baker put that ball in play. I mean, that was it, it could have happened. So I think that you try if you if you're in the position where you need that kind of play, you need Baker's arm to get you there. I think that he can, but the team has to step up around him, and he has he has to put the ball like the, exactly the way he did, which he's capable of doing. And it, that's another thing that goes back to why people hate on Baker. He'll have moments like that could have been the moment, right? That silenced everybody. But there was, and Joku didn't get around. There was contact, probably a pass interference call that wasn't called. And so you have all these things around you. The execution wasn't there. And so then Baker Mayfield didn't get to have that moment. Put him in that moment. You you can try. I think that you can trust in Baker. So far, nothing that I've seen in, in a moment like that has shown me that he couldn't do it if everybody executes the way that they need to. Uh, it just hasn't it hasn't panned out that way. So if you're in that situation again and it's a shootout, you trust Baker Mayfield, uh, and and first and foremost, you trust your run game, and and you see if you can get it done on the ground first because they haven't disappointed, and you, that's not the time to to get away from it, especially if you have the time to do it. All right, rec- score prediction. What do you, what are you thinking? I know it's early. Yeah, man. See, I was it was probably going to be a lot lower before I saw this Chargers game. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. <laughs> that was insanity. Um, I don't know. I would say probably it would probably be pretty similar to this one. Oh, another another big oh, my heart oh, shootout. Handle. Okay, I can, I can see a big. I, I can see a high scoring game, maybe in the thirties. Yeah. Okay. But it's you, you see it's so it's so it tough. Off? Hmm. You think we pull it off? I think I think the Browns bounce back. Yeah. I had them. I had them losing when I did my preseason prediction game of all of the, of the, schedule. the schedule. I thought they were going to lose to the Cardinals. Yeah. I also didn't think the Cardinals were going to go five and zero start. Yeah. Uh, and so I you had you had us losing to the Cardinals. You didn't I did, but I had us five and zero. I had them say the Browns are going to win. I had I had them beating the Chargers though. Ah, so you're just going to move that. And so I'm just going to move it over. Yeah, just got to get a win in here, right? And yeah. <laughs> I think this is about the overall game. record the same. Then you're all good. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm okay. keeping the record the same, but I really do think yeah. with the way that game went and the way that they lost, that's not going to be something that sits well with them because it was so close. It's not going to sit well with Stefanski. I think the play calling has to get better, and it can only get better. And and so they they take this game, probably another shootout because. Again, another explosive offense with an explosive quarterback you're going up against, Kyler Murray, and this is going to be a fun one. This is maybe a redemption game for the Browns from 2019, and I think they pulled this one off. But I think it is a high-scoring game and, and pretty close. There you go. She puts us in a better mood. Heck yeah. Lifting us up. Positivity after a big 
big loss yesterday. So that is good stuff. I like That's that. That's right. Yes, everyone go follow Cami at Cami Justice on Twitter. And if you still need to vent about the game on Sunday, go check out that article. Cami, where where can everyone find all the collection of all your work? Obviously, I put it all on Twitter, but you can also find it on news5cleveland.com and the News 5 Cleveland app. It's all there in the Browns and sports section. Heck yes. All right, you are the best. Look forward to more positive tweets on Sunday. That's right. And go Browns. My best. Go Browns. Thanks, Cam. Cammy. Round of applause for Cammy. She's great. She is. And she we're is winning. Very positive. I like that positivity in here. Very mm-hmm. rational for Rational, Twitter. positive. Rational. Yeah. A lot better than us. We're too negative. Emily Mayfield would not like us. No. You're, you're, you're probably blocked. Probably am. Yeah. You want to give away some Labatt? Let's give away. Who's going to be a billionaire? Billionaire. 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 We got Sean Gilbert joining. He's been in the green room patiently waiting. Thinking. Is he waiting the whole time? Oh, it's yeah. He's been hanging out. That's good. That's good. That's what they should we, do is they should hang out for the whole show. We should get him a Labatt for the green room. We should. We We're should. gonna have to work on that. All right, let's... or a few. That way, they're really lubed up when they get to this, so that we don't have to give away any more. We'll just give them the the beers from the back end. Get them drunk, <laughs> yeah, up front. Then we we'll just drink the rest. We get the balance. Let's do it. Who wants to be a billionaire? <clears throat> All right, here we go. Here he is, Mr. Sean Gilbert. Welcome to Who Wants to Be a Billionaire? What's up, guys? How you doing? Good, how are you? Good. I saw you messing with the green screen background effects in the uh, in the green room there. No, yeah, I, c- I couldn't get it working. That's just forget it. <laughs> you look good, man. You look good. Are you ready for some Browns trivia? Of course. All right. I, I like the mic. I love it. So you 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 have a podcast, correct? Yes. Yep. All right. Tell tell the people what what is uh, it about? Uh, we started out, you know, trying to cover all of Cleveland sports. Um, Basically, the Cavs turned to turn to crap. The Indians turned to crap. So now it's mainly Browns. Uh, we throw in some Ohio State Buckeyes here and there, um, but we just we're, our passion is the Browns. You know, it's the most interesting topic. Um, you know, we get a lot of people fired up about you know some of the topics we cover, and, and that's what we try to do. You know, keep people you know entertained and, and some, you know a little bit of back and forth. Is you know people love it, so that's what we try to focus on. So nice. We, we probably play beer. Yeah. <laughs> What's that? We we just give away beer. Yeah, yeah. I, I was gonna say <laughs> real quick, there. since we probably won't have a chance to really get into the Buckeyes since we're so Browns heavy. Since yeah. you do some Buckeyes on your show, what's your takeaways from that game on Saturday? Uh, it, for me, it was you know expected. Um, I expected Stroud to to come out and sling the ball around and, and hit those those crazy good wide receivers. Um, it was a great it. it was a great win. You know, it's yeah. they needed it. They definitely needed the the confidence boost uh, before we get in this Big Ten schedule. Um, I'm not too much on the hype train yet. They still need to show it against, you know, Michigan, Iowa, Penn State, those teams, but definitely a step in the right direction as far as Stroud goes. 
Beautiful. Yeah. It's, it's, I tell you what, Maryland has got to just absolutely hate seeing us on the schedule. We just <laughs> destroy them. I mean, nothing cleanses our, our offense in this team more than playing Maryland. We just yeah. blow them out. Every they needed time. it. Like they needed it bad. That yeah. overtime game. And that's been it. Otherwise, we've just destroyed them. So, all right. Now it's time to win some beer. Go ahead, Dave. <laughs> yeah, there we go. All right. So, everyone go follow Sean at I am Sean, two ends and underscore. Uh, go check out his podcast and now it is time for some Browns trivia so if you've never seen this each week one contestant gets a chance to answer Browns trivia questions it is going to be centered around the next game so the Cardinals uh, for a chance to win we're going to start off with cash for a six pack of Labatt Blue Light then you can move on to a 12 pack to a 24-pack, and then a GV Art gift card. You can walk away at any point, and if you need to, you can phone a friend. They have five seconds to answer after the question. you got to put it on speakerphone. How confident are you, Sean, in Brown's trivia? I'd say I'm pretty confident, but that's just my personality, so we'll see how it goes. <laughs> All right, a lot on the line. Here we go. Oh, let me pump you up. Here's the music. There we are. All right. For cash for a six-pack of Labatt. Sean, here we go. Cardinals coach Cliff Kingsbury coached Baker Mayfield for one season in college. What school were they at together? Texas Tech. Boom! He got it. Well done, sir. Well done. Didn't even need a clue. All right, you got a six-pack of Labatt. Would you like to move on for a 12-pack? Of course. All right, Nick, you want to give the question? I got you. Question number two for cash for a 12-pack of Labatt Blue Light. Which quarterback did the Browns select in the third round of the 2010 NFL Draft? He is currently Kyler Murray's backup quarterback in Arizona. Oh, currently Kyler Murray's backup. I did not know this going into this. I didn't either. No. I didn't either. Shocking. 2010. Man, that was so long ago. Third round. Third round pick. Quarterback. Oh, God. He's too young. Yeah, I was in I was in tenth grade, but I should remember that. I will give you a clue. If you can see the studio here, he is in the studio. He's in the studio. Yep, he's in the background here somewhere on my screen. I'll leave it up for five seconds. Cole McCoy. Yeah. <laughs> I should have I should have known that. I should have gotten that one. Yes, it wasn't it wasn't Arnold. Um, all right. Would you like to move on for a case? Oh, yeah. All right, here we go. Chris, give him the question for a case of Labatt Blue Light. I was looking to pull up the Colt McCoy song, and I didn't get it up in time. Have you ever heard the Colt McCoy wedding song? No, I haven't. All right, if Sean wins, we're playing that We're going to play that. Yeah, that's exactly (laughs) what we're going to do. Okay, what are we on? Question number three. For cash for a 24-pack of Labatt, the Browns and Cardinals each have a player on their roster with the same name. What is that name? Ooh. AJ Green. Boom. <laughs> Boom. We're going to be listening Confidence. to Cole McCoy if he keeps this up. 
Okay. <laughs> yes, yes, we will. All right, one more to go, and you're going to get a GV Art gift card. Go pick up a Jarvis, a Miles, one of the other ones the guys are wearing. Would you like to move on? This of one's course. tough. All right, you're, you're going for Let's it. Let's go for go. it. Let's go for it. All right, question four. For the case of Labatt and the GV Art, the Browns and are the Colt one- McCoy wedding song. <laughs> Just what he wants. The, the Browns are one in five against Arizona since their return, with the one win being a forty-four to six blowout in two thousand three. Kelly Holcomb had three hundred ninety-two yards and three touchdowns. Quincy Morgan caught one. Andre Davis caught one. Which longtime wide receiver, punt returner? Caught the other touchdown. Dennis Northcutt. Wow. Wow. <laughs> He's a winner. He was my favorite player growing up. Rumor has it he's Superman. He's got the heart of a lion. That's gold right there. It picks up a little bit here. That's the music of a 24 of Labatt and a GV shirt. I heard he's stronger than a Kodiak bear. He's a real deal. He's no decoy. He's still his mama's little pride and joy. Hey, when I grow up, I want to be just like Kodiak. Every small town country. I'm, I'm 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 friends like Jordan Shipley. What is this? Is that not fantastic? Wait you got to give it tens Shipley. across the board. You have to. That's fantastic. That was at his wedding. Jordan Shipley. Wow. Fantastic. You've never heard that before. Never. I'm surprised I haven't, but yeah, that's I, a fantastic song. People need to know about this song. <laughs> Needs to Sean, be you, you are our second winner of the case of Labatt and the GV art shirt. Go pick one out. We'll get you that online gift card and the money for the case of Labatt. Congratulations. Love it. Rounds prediction from you for the Cardinals game before we let you go. Um like Cam said, I think it's going to be in the 30s. Um, I'm obviously going to give the Browns the edge. I'll say 35-31. Wow, another high-scoring one. Yeah, The ball won't be in our hands on the last drive, so maybe we won't have to worry about that. <laughs> we'll have to worry about the play calling, but um, I'm confident. I don't think we're going to lose back-to-back. I love it. Awesome. All right, man. Go Browns. Congratulations. And nice work. Yeah, heck yeah. That was fantastic. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Great stuff out of Sean with the win. Wait, so wait, Chris, what is this? What's that? Who is singing this? 
Jordan Shipley. Do you remember him? Oh, yeah. Yeah. He played for the Bengals. Yeah. It was it was Colts wedding. It was a Colts wedding. Yeah. So That's he's fantastic. he's serenading Colt McCoy there. With a Tim Tebow reference. With a Tim Tebow reference. Yeah. I mean, this was a while ago and yeah. still very relevant, as he is today, of course. Were you surprised Sean got Dennis Northcutt right off the bat there? That was impressive. That was strong. He was confident with the Dennis Northcutt, too. That yeah, was impressive. It. Not bad. Not bad at all. Good stuff. All right. Um, if you want to join next week, we will uh, look for Nick G, Dollar Dog Nick out there, his his tweet to get in for some Browns trivia. And I'll Let's try and find it. another obscure song to serenade you with. Please do. Please, please do, Chris. All right, let's look at some. Let's let's talk about next week, Sunday versus Kyler Murray, the five and O Cardinals. And look at some bets because we are due. I like how you have OBJ like all over that intro. They're like, do you want a new graphic? I was like, yes, please. (laughs) When it's season is in full effect at my bookie, it is time to get in on the action. Start doubling your first deposit and give that added firepower to add excitement to the games you love. Stop ripping on Baker. Bet the overs on Nick Chubb. Bet the overs on Kareem Hunt. Bet the overs on all of our runners. Parlay it with some OSU football. Get those paydays up. Go make this season your best ever with my bookie. Sign up with my bookie and use promo code Big Play to get your first ever deposit match dollar for dollar. Extra money in your account instantly for just using promo code Big Play. Making your first deposit. Bet anything, anytime, anywhere with my bookie. And you got to start doing the parlays. You got to do the parlay. We're so close, Nick. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. We like it gets closer and closer every week that it's just so bound to happen. And and when it does, could you imagine whether it comes in form of a Browns victory or a Browns loss, the excitement that we're going to have on the show in this segment is going to be unparalleled. So it's going to happen. It's it's a matter of when, not a matter of if. That's right. There will be some good giveaways that week. All right. So Browns are two and a half point favorites at home against the Cardinals. Cardinals, obviously, we talked about undefeated five and zero. Oh. Are, are you shocked that we're favorites? Um, no. not shocked at that. Really? I mean, we're at home. I know we're at home, so you normally get the three points. So this yeah. is a little bit less than the home field advantage, but still, I, I don't know. I, I, I didn't think we'd be the favorite. I thought it would be a push or maybe like a half point on. Arizona. But. I'm honestly curious that if we had won the game against the Chargers, what the line would be. I feel like it wouldn't be as good in favor of us. Like I feel like it would be more of a pick'em. But really? I, I, I like don't. We would have yeah, a letdown yeah. game. Interesting. Yeah, I, I think that Vegas is looking at this game and they're like, I, I don't see the Browns losing two in a row to high-powered offenses because they have we have like the best offense in the league. I just think if we would have won, people would have been so intoxicated that they would have had to have had the line higher. You know, just just That's the fair. whole euphoria of the Browns. That it's like, oh, yeah, now, oh, yeah, obviously we're going to beat the Chargers. I mean, or the Cardinals. Look at what we just did against the Chargers. People I, would be betting the Super Bowl one-to-one odds. Yeah, yeah exactly, exactly. 
Uh, so, Chris, what are you what are you most excited about for this particular matchup? You know, more than anything else, I know there's a lot of storylines. How about just getting back home? You know, home cooking again, um, getting back in the Muni lot. So you people behave out there, um, <laughs> and being able to get it done at home on our on our turf. No, you know, weird shadows or weird domes or any of that stuff anymore. Now we got three weeks, I believe, where we are at home, and now is the time for us to go three and zero in those next three weeks. Get ourselves right on track. Yeah, Nick, how about you? I know you're still recovering. Yeah, I'm definitely still recovering. I'm I'm a little worried. I'm not going to lie to you guys. I would say the thing that I'm looking forward to most is just seeing the offense pick up where it left off. Like, there's no reason why that group, you know, should feel disrespected. I know Baker right now is putting stuff on his Instagram story again from from things that Stephen A. Smith said this morning that the Browns can't win a title with Baker Mayfield as their quarterback. So Stephen A. said that Stephen A. did say that this morning. So yeah, you could tell that he one didn't watch the game and two put the chip back on Baker's shoulder. I think it was there this week in SoFi. So just, just keep that offense rolling, score a lot of points and hope the defense could do enough to, uh, to account for it. Do Do you think it's strange Baker pays attention to all of that and like replies and like stuff like not you, you, you like it anymore. 10 years I think... ago i would have said yes but then we went through lebron james remember lebron james yeah, that right. guy I, who, yes i do remember him he big was browns guy. big browns fan evidently one of the seven teams he claims is his own <laughs> i mean he would do that all the time so yeah. I, you know cryptic tweets and things once we went through all those Cavs teams with all that stuff now it's just like whatever it's all yeah. background fit in don't fit out that's right over under 50 that seems incredibly low for this game it does nick what's your take on that one over it's still like over even at 50 huh yeah what was it's, it last week 53 it crushed it over there was, it was 89 a thousand, over a thousand <laughs> yards of total offense so yeah yeah i, I truly believe that to win this football game you're gonna have to score damn near 40 Especially with some, you think it's another shootout? Absolutely, especially with some of the injuries on the defensive side of the football. You know, we don't know the health at this point of Denzel Ward, of you know Jadavion Clowney. We saw Miles Garrett be a little bit banged up at the end of that game. JOK will probably be fine. We learned what a throat contusion even was yesterday, so I'm worried. Mark me down as worried. Yeah, I mean, if you're decent at math, like. (laughs) <laughs> Arizona averages 31 points. We average 28 points. Add them together. Checks but out, half Dave. the time we're less than that. Over. That's what an average is. So, Wow. That's why they call it gambling, Chris. That's exactly <laughs> right. I'd still take the over. I'm with you guys. I'm Chris, give me, a, give me a stat line for Baker Mayfield for against Kyler Murray. So he was, what, over 300 yards, two touchdowns, no picks yesterday. Yeah. I like the no picks. I'm, I'm going to stick with the no picks. Uh, I think he's going to go over 300. I think he'll go over 320. I think it'll be right about 320. He's going to have a couple of touchdowns and uh, no picks. How about that? And his efficiency, he's going to be pretty efficient again, too, because I think he's going to have short passes. So I think he's going to have a good ball game. And we're going to need him, obviously, too, if we're going to beat uh, the Cardinals. I really believe that. I, I almost, in that parlay, I almost added Odell into it because i needed like one more bet and it was like i think he needed like five receptions for like 50 yards 
Nick, should we probably stay away from that this week? What's the bet yeah. on him this week? What, I don't know. Is so he over under on yards, like 15 yards and two receptions? I, I would expect Odell to be at like, I, I think they'll still put him at like 45 yards. Or, or is it down to like targets, like three yeah. targets yeah. over yeah. under? Oh, uh, I'd avoid that altogether. I, I, I know I said it and I keep going back to it. Like they just have some big questions to answer. Chris kind of alluded to it. Like if they could trade him, the deadline's creeping up November second. Like, and and somebody puts. Can we get anything any for offer? him though? We're not going to get anything put, for the now. What right? if somebody puts a fifth or a sixth round pick in front of you? Like, then it's a fifth or a sixth round pick. But at I that point, it's worth it. I, I don't, don't know. Worth it. I, I don't, I don't think know it's what worth they're it. Fifth or a sixth. I don't think it's worth it because you can maybe you get something out of him in the playoffs or something. I mean, again, maybe. I I don't know. I have no tr- I have no faith in the guy anymore. Wow, you're really selling him down the river. So let's uh, so you you Jarvis is coming back <laughs> soon. In like two weeks, right? We still have another two weeks out on Jarvis. Well, so no, this is the week. Yeah, oh, this, we're getting Jarvis this week? Allegedly. Well, hopefully, hopefully. But okay. when Jarvis is back and you have Higgins, you have Donovan Peoples-Jones, you have Bolder. Who finally Higgins. showed up again. Yes. Yes, he looked good. Yeah. Where, Schwartz? I mean, where, where are you putting – you have Schwartz. I mean, where, where are you finding room for Odell based on how he's played? On the Patriots. And then I get a sixth-round <laughs> special teams linebacker. <laughs> I, I I will wow. say though he the Jamie game, Collins we get him back came back he he looked pretty good <laughs> Jamie Collins oh my is God. he still out there is he did the Patriots sign him again yeah he's he, no they did yeah they signed him again he's, did they really yeah, I was they, making a joke there I didn't realize they actually signed him yep, again they of course they legitimately did. brought him back they keep bringing that guy back his maybe. agent is the hardest working man in America. That's amazing. But then he plays well for the Patriots and he gets a deal somewhere else and then flames out and goes back to the Patriots. What a great deal he's got going on, man. He's like, I will only play for the Patriots. That's it. That's all I care about. But all right, I so make money. We're putting a bet together. Baker, Chris, we're over because it's going to be less than 300 yards, I think. So we're taking the over there. We'll take two touchdowns. We'll take... Over on Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, probably right. That'll be like 90 and like 60, 55 yeah. or so. Yeah. So a lot and of overs. If we had to take an over on a wide receiver or a tight end, what do we do? Najoku? Well, what are they going to set that at? Oh, man. That's they're probably scrambling. Yeah. I mean, I would say Najoku, they'll probably put it like 50 yards. What's Hooper going to be at? Because maybe we go back to Hooper. Yeah, he's typically at like 30-some yards. See, I think that's the value play there. Is you play Or Because Najoku doesn't have back-to-back good games. He disappears for a while. <laughs> he's looked pretty good, Chris. He's looked pretty, uh, pretty good. He's already pretty surpassed his receiving, his receiving yards for last year. He already passed that up. Well, he did that on like one play yesterday. Yeah, so yards. So, but I do agree. It's it's very Doctor Jekyll, Mister Hyde. That yeah. Next week it could be like one catch for three yards, and that's it. All right, we probably shouldn't bet. What if we did this? What if we then did the over on like Kyler Murray yards and touchdowns? Oh, go oh. shooter. What if they're scrambling? If if you could bet Kyler scrambling yards with how that defense played that. yesterday, I'd smash that. Yeah, they do not pursue well. When it comes to a quarterback, I, they don't play against running quarterbacks good at all, ever. Which is very disconcerting when we get to the Ravens. And and Kyler is like five foot 
eight of just explosive energy. Yeah, I'm watching the highlights right now. You're absolutely right. Moving around, getting the ball out. This is going to be this is going to be problematic. Nick, after yesterday, if you had to pay one guy, who would it be? Wyatt Teller or Denzel Ward? Oh no, you can't do me like this of all people on the show. No, no, no. No, I mean Chris Chris has said it on this show before and and through that third and fourth quarter when I saw Mike Williams dancing into the end zone virtually untouched yeah. by himself. Chris's quote which again t-shirt material is you can't make the club from the tub. And yeah. I've yep. given Denzel Ward the benefit of the doubt time and time again because he has had some unlucky injuries and he's ba- he's always battled back from them very well, you know, in, in somewhat of a timely manner. And he comes back and he plays well when he's there. It's just getting him to that point consistently has been really a hundred percent impossible throughout his career. So. I don't know. I, I I can't do it. Then you because then if you say, well, d- get rid of Denzel Ward, let him walk. Well, okay. How the defense look without Denzel Ward yesterday? Not True. too good. So True. if I'm his agent, I'm going to the table and say, okay, you want to let my guy go? Enjoy losing games, you know, forty-seven to forty-two because you have no corner. So it's crazy. I love Wyatt Teller too. There's a way to pay them both, but. I don't know what you do. at at this point. If I had to make the decision today, which thank God I don't, I'm extending Wyatt Teller. You have Denzel Ward on the fifth year option next year. You could play the franchise tag game. That's something that the Browns haven't done yet, but they have the luxury of doing and let somebody else do it. If somebody else wants to back up the brinks for him on that franchise tag and you get a third round pick out of it. So be it, because I don't think anyone with that injury history, with how impossible it is to play the corner position in today's NFL, is is going to look to spend that kind of compensation unless it's a guy like Jalen Ramsey. That it's it's Jalen Ramsey, then the tier of Denzel Wards, then everyone else. It's like virtually impossible to play that position anymore. And I would just play the franchise tag game. Interesting. Yeah, I I don't I don't blame you there. You do we doing franchise tag with Baker as well? No, <laughs> no way. I think and and with how things are going, you know, with his wife and stuff too. I if he keeps playing like this, I would try to get a deal done by the by. Like if he could replicate yesterday's performance and copy and paste it for the next what do we have. I think six or so games until the bye week. I would really try to get something done there because. God help you. They're not going to do that in season, do you think? It it's hap- no. If it happens, it's going to be the bye. I don't think it will happen, no. But I think it probably should have been done this offseason. If that happens, I owe you a Coke. There's no way that's going to I don't think happen. it will. I really don't think it will either. I just don't I just, think this organization does business that way. I just They don't strike me as the type that's going to go to the negotiation table while there's still so much up in the air. They like to have things known. They want to yeah. go, you know, they're all nerds now. They want to look at stats. They want to look at everything at the end now that we've started the season. So I just don't see it happening during the season. But you could be right. I, you know, so. I, I'm just – no, I I think you're right. They're, they're not going to do it. I would just like them to because I don't want this to sour, right? I don't want this to go the Dak Prescott route where it starts to turn into a little bit of a distraction if it gets into training camp next year, especially you got Josh Allen now. Emily gone. starts chirping Emily's, from Emily's all her accounts. Instagram. You got you you know oh. you got Lamar. 
Lamar Jackson and his mom, if they could get, if Lamar's mom could get his deal done for him, maybe Baker, Miss Mayfield needs to step in here. I'm not sure. But... Baker starts hosting Jeopardy. Yeah. Then, then I'm worried. <laughs> no. Oh, off the guy from games. the guy from Medina, Ohio, lost on Jeopardy tonight. He had like you a thirty-some streak, devastating. I have what, nothing. What, what to did look he look like? To. You're I, having I was, a rough week, Nick. I'm I'm really gonna just stay inside my house all day tomorrow. Was was he kind of the the nerdy guy who was really slim, or was he the guy with yes. like the little fro? Nope, nerdy guy that was very slim. Oh, because I saw the guy with the fro, and I was like, I hope that's the guy from Ohio. I nope. had it. I had it without sound on, man. Because that guy looked like a lot of fun. Right. Yeah, that the nerdy guy with the fro was the guy that ended up winning. That won. <laughs> yeah, he won. Yeah. He it went all the way down to final jeopardy and he, you know, he bet the house on the last question and he got it right and doubled his money and and unthroned the 30 some day champ. So, wow. fun episode. Yeah, he looks like a friend character from like one of those coming of age <laughs> teen movies. He's perfect. And he's in the middle. He's the character that plays like the guy that's in the middle. Like he's yeah, he's right. not the young actor, but he's also not the old actor. He's in that's the middle. Right. He's working the desk job. He's got the white button down shirt that's a little bit big for him and the black tie that's very thick. Yes. Yeah, that was that guy. Oh god. Oh, he's fantastic. All right, um, give me some give me some predictions for the oh, game. Oh no. You're done with Jeopardy. I'm done with predictions. 27-24 Browns. I hate predicting these 27, things. 27-24. Write it so, down. So you hit the over. Yeah. Barely. Barely. I was doing the math. I feel like it's going to be way higher. I, I, I'm going to go like 42-38. The Cardinals are undefeated. Yeah. They can move the ball. What if I just neglect Correct. to make a pick? 10-6. to six. What if I just no pick? Zero, zero. The game ends in a tie. It's a perfectly played game. No, nope. we kick it off. It's a touchback, and the ball never moves from the 25. It's Kyler can't move it. Our defense can't move it. Punt back to the 25. Nick, can't you are scarred from Sunday, man. Perfect game. It's going to be a perfect game. It ends in a he's zero, talking zero in tongues tie. over there. I don't even that's know my, what he's right talking about. That's my he's prediction. He's mumbling to himself. He's getting crazy. He's like an old man on the street just that's talking. Right. Trying to put him zero, out. Zero, zero tie. Zero zero tie. That's your that's your prediction. No, my prediction is that would be fantastic. By the way, that I'm Just going to, to need to restock on my heart prediction, my heart prescriptions. Blah blah blah. <laughs> oh, we lost him. He's done Good. against Good. my better judgment. Thirty-eight to thirty-seven. Thirty-eight thirty-seven. Yep. Wow. Wow. Weird score. Is that statistically possible? Did you do the math on that? Oh, anything statistic. You ever see Scorigami? I know Scorigami. That's fantastic, by the way. Yes, Mr. Carr says 42-36 Cardinals. Oh, right. oh, the hover helmet stopped on that. Jeez. That's how bad it was. <laughs> That's how bad it was. Are we going to hit up the best and worst tweets and get out of here, Dave? No, let's just get out of here. The last time that there was a 38-37 ball game was the Cleveland Browns versus the Detroit Lions in 2009, where your Browns lost to the Lions 38-37. to Yeah, people who were paying attention knew that was a callback on my behalf. That's exactly yeah. what that – I knew that. Wow. That's a little Easter egg for people who really pay attention to the show. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> let's get out of here. What do you think? Oh, sure. You don't even want to do the best? Because I've got – I've actually got a drop for the best. 
Do all right. Hold on. I didn't load it in. Give me one second. Oh Talk well, if it, if it requires you to do work, sir, then forget about it. No, it's Just all right. Call the whole thing off, Dave. It's all right. Hold on. I mean, Colin Cowherd never, ever has a best tweet. We would that be robbing true. him of an opportunity. That, all right, that is very true. All right, let me let me put it up here. It was really a series of best tweets. Because I, I, I didn't even see this actually. He also ragged on his boy Sam Darnold too, which okay, is so rare. It, here it is. So Colin Sam Darnold is not good. If the Browns lose and officiating doesn't decide games 99% of time, despite what fans claim, that nonsense PI call against Klee should get an official suspension. Oh, interesting. Wearing his Uncle hat. Colin... What did I just read? Interesting. Uncle Colin had a few Labats before he pressed that on that one. That was the best. Whoa. If the, I, I, I felt like I read that wrong. If the Browns lose, He's supporting and, the Browns, that's that's all you got to know. Okay, yeah. If the Browns lose. He had to have been wasted. He's saying officiating doesn't decide games ninety nine percent of the time, but Dave, in could, this case, in this case, it did. Interesting. Could we Very get a Grammarly subscription? A Grammarly sponsor on the show for for Colin Coward <laughs> best tweets, presented by Grammarly. Yeah, there we go. I like Boy, it. Boy, that was a tough one. Uncle Colin. That's tough. Drinking the whole uh, bag. I don't have a worse tweet. There we was, don't want to see the There worst was enough tweet. worse tweets. There, yeah, they were all of the other they ones. Were all of them. Every yeah. single tweet from yesterday's game was the worst tweet. Yeah, That's I'm with you. All right, let's get out of here. Thanks for tuning in to the Big Play Reflog Show. Huge shout out to Shaq News. Go check out their live Twitch streams. Go subscribe to them. Support them. Um, they're doing a tremendous job with video game coverage. Go check out reviews, guides, walkthroughs, all that good stuff. Go drink a Labatt. It's super good. I drink them all the time on Browns Day. You should too. Um, let's see. Who else? TSE Cleveland. Sign gear. Check them out. TSEcleveland.com. You can get stuff out there for 30, 40, 50 bucks that's signed by Browns players. Pretty cool. GV Art. Look at these. We got all three on the screen yep. right there. Out. Screenshot that one, Nick. That's a good shot right there. Wow. GV Art, go check them out. Lakewood, Avon, they are all over the place. They're blowing up. They sell out in seconds. So get on their website, go to the stores, and get some GV shirts. And huge shout-out, Cami Justice. Does a fantastic job covering the Browns. Go check out that article. Go power rank what she thinks was the worst things about that game uh, and shoot her a retweet. And we will see you guys next Monday after a Browns win, four and two. Kyler Murray going down Baker Mayfield. Here we go. Browns win and a Buckeyes bye. Not bad. We will take. See you guys after the Browns win Monday night, 9 p.m. Later. It's time! Streaming live from Cleveland, Ohio! Presenting the undefeated, undisputed heavyweight podcast of the world! The Big Play! Reef